This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show where your hosts Amber and Jenna and today we are discussing the juicy topic of love languages. Love. I was going to say it at the same time as you. <laughs> that, I, I love this topic. I've always been fascinated with this. Okay, so for show notes, more on love languages, or to sign up for our video newsletter, check out our website, themotherlovingfuture.com. Jenna, I'm so excited for you to give us your definition on love languages. You have Every time you say love, say it with love. love. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. go. You're better at it than me, but I will try. Okay, so this um, this whole concept of love languages and this definition is is this definition is directly taken from Gary Chapman, who kind of came up with this whole concept, and we're gonna go off his. So this is his definition: love languages. Or so, I'm sorry, love. <laughs> That's better. Love I want to feel it, baby. Languages are different ways that people want to receive love in order to feel fulfilled. In other words, different people need to be shown love in different ways. So if you're not feeling seen or heard by your partner or vice versa, you may want to think about what language of love you speak. There are five main love languages, excuse me, love languages (laughs) that have been designated. Amber, do you want to read them off? Sure. So the first one is words of affirmation, which is expressing affection through spoken affirmation, praise or appreciation. Acts of service is the next one, Mm -hmm. which is actions rather than words are used to show and receive love. Number three. Receiving gifts. So gifting is symbolic of love and affection. Number four. Quality time, expressing affection with undivided, undistracted attention. And number number five, five. physical touch. It can be sex or holding hands with this love language. (laughs) The speaker feels affection. (laughs) Stop giggling. The speaker feels affection through physical touch. Mm -hmm. Wow. Can I have, can I like have all of them? Yeah, I think everyone obviously likes all of them, but there's maybe for each person that one that you like really need just to be okay, you know, in your relationship. And if you don't get it, you don't feel loved. Yeah. Even though they may be loving you in a different love language Mm -hmm. and loving you the same, you may interpret that as not being loved. Yeah. Or not being seen or heard. And then in the other way it could manifest would be that you could be speaking your love language to your partner, but they are not receiving it because that's not their love language. It's not important to them. Yeah. It's not important to them. So you're putting in all this energy and you want them to have a reaction to, to this love language that you're giving them. And they, they don't see it. They don't speak that language basically. And what a waste for you. And they and don't feel loved and they feel kind of like you're not giving them the love they need. So basically learn your partner's love language and know your love language so you can tell your partner Mm -hmm. in case they're just, you know, just missing the bullseye. Yeah. Yep. So what is your love language, Jenna? So my main love language, I think, is words of affirmation, but I think coming in a close second is quality time. So I, I just, in order to feel seen, heard, and loved, I just need my partner to, to acknowledge that, that the things that I do, like I bend over backwards, like, you know, breastfeeding, um, his two children and like being up all night and all day and like 
you know, cooking three meals a day for us and stuff like that. And I'm happy to do that, but it's like, I need him to say, uh, oh, my love, thank you so much for like being such a wonderful mom to our kids or thank you for cooking me dinner. I just need that affirmation. And then I feel like it's sustainable for me. If I don't get that affirmation, I don't feel like it's sustainable. Like, I feel like I can't do this forever. Like I, you know. And what are the repercussions of, of putting all that out and not receiving the affirmation? Do you become resentful? Yeah. What, what are the results? I think that what happens, at least for me, is that I become resentful and I don't want it to, I don't want to be resentful. So it becomes like this unconscious resentment and then it starts to play out by like passive aggressive means really, mm. because it's not in the conscious zone, it's in the unconscious, like subconscious zone, you know? <sighs> can so relate to that. Yeah. And so do you think Jesse hits your love languages? Does he get it? I think that he does. And only because, um, you know, we have talked talked about it before. So um, apparently we talked about this two years ago, which I didn't even remember, but he did when we were preparing for this podcast. And I think that like he is good at that. And I think he learned based on our conversation a couple of years ago that I do need that. So he's been working on like giving that to me. And he he's, he's a very hard worker. What can I say? Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys are all good. I think, well, yeah, right now we're pretty good <laughs> for now. Life is just today? a series of phases. Yeah, today is good. That's right. And um, how about you, Amber? What would you say your love language is? My love language is definitely physical touch and on par with that would be words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I, Yours is that you want. Yeah, that I want. Mm-hmm. So I respond, I feel loved and appreciated, respected and seen and just happy and joyful when I... I have a partner who is have you know who I feel physically connected to, um, and who expresses through words how they mm-hmm. feel about me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, well, the, it's not just words; it's also tone. Yeah. Boy, it's not just the words. Also, you got to mean them. <laughs> That's it. Um, and I, I think that. The interesting thing is, is that I've manifested a partner. I should have been more specific in my in my manifestation. But I, don't think that I would always have changed think, anything. I know. You see, the thing I I just kind of assume that when you're in love with someone, that that's a natural kind of extension of your love. That everyone just can't keep their hands off each other and praises you with words. I I was so ignorant to think that that is just a human thing when you're in love with someone and when you're you're you know in relationship, but it's not. And the fascinating thing is, is that Carrie isn't um, naturally those things. Like he's so practical and in his head that he has to be reminded to sometimes, like I have to be like, hey, babe, like you haven't touched me for like the whole day. Don't like, you know, give me a cuddle or something. He's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. For him, it's not like a natural extension of who he is. So it's interesting because the two things that are so important to me I have to um, kind of coach him on cultivating and expressing more often. And the incredible thing about Carrie is that he doesn't take anything personally and I can request something of him that's important to me and he will say 120% I'm behind that and I would love to because I all I want to do is make you happy. So he will then, um, you know, go against his grain in a way mm-hmm. and because all he wants to do is like be in a cohesive relationship and he will touch me more or he will tell me something sweet and for about a week he is like on the ball I'm getting cute little texts and he's you know giving me cuddles and whatever it may be 
And then maybe he'll kind of like fall back into his habitual patterns and I'll be like, hey, babe. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But the interesting thing is I've toyed with this um, idea is that the more I give him what I want, the more he then um, gives it to me. So if I want to be touched more, I'll just start touching him more rather than pulling back, which I used to do. I used to pull back and sulk and See, that's feel the passive like, aggressive, like yeah, the passive aggressive thing. You know, yeah, yeah you're, it's almost a protective mechanism because you it don't want to be a nag or you don't want to be putting so yourself much. out there to be rejected. Exactly. You pull back and say, fine, mm-hmm. if you're not touching me, I'm not touching you. Mm-hmm. And then no one touches each other for a couple of days. And see, and that really just gets you further away understand why you're mad Mm -hmm. they they like don't get it they're like i don't know what i did so i tried this um, it's what you didn't do exactly (laughs) isn't it always so i tried this concept of moving towards him with what i wanted so i would touch him more or i would say you know some sweet nothings to him or just give him a little more praise and positive um affirmations and he naturally returned that And it just created this sweetness and sensuality in the air rather than like being mad because they didn't do something. Totally. In the words of Sublime, let the love in, let the love in come back to me. Yes. Bring it back. Um, And so what do you think Jesse is? Do you know his love languages? I mean, I did talk to him about this and I thought that his love language was physical touch because he loves that. He loves being massaged. He just loves all that. Um, I talked to him about it and he said that physical touch is his number one and that quality time is his number two, which is also my number two or close at par with number one. So I think we have that in common too. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, So I, before asking Carrie what his love languages were, like what he wanted to receive, I kind of guessed he was physical touch because he also loves the message whenever he can get it <laughs> and whatever else, which is ironic because he doesn't express affection a lot, um, you know, physically. So it's kind of, I was kind of like, huh, that's your, anyway, so physical touch, but then, and I didn't think he really cared about any of the other love uh-huh. languages, uh-huh. but when I asked him, he said, yeah, physical touch, but acts of service. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't ever think he cared about that stuff. But I guess acts of service as well as like keeping the house clean and picking things up for him and, you know, whatever acts of service cooking that you... Dinner. Cooking, cooking dinner. Cooking him bone yeah, broth. Exactly. He's sick. I've exactly. seen you do that. Oh, yeah, all the time. That's total acts of service. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting to know that that's important for him. So when it comes down to his birthday, I can give him a nice massage and then... Go pay the house. Pay the house for him. Yeah. <laughs> Go shopping for him. Get him a whole new wardrobe. So he's more authentic. I hope that, that <laughs> he considers that an act of service. <laughs> anyway, so and the funny thing is, I asked him, what do you think my love languages are? Uh-huh. I want to trap him, get him in trouble. <laughs> Booby <laughs> trap right here. And he said, he thinks my um, love languages are physical touch, which is a safe game. Okay, he got that right. And then quality time. Hmm. And then I'm like, quality time? I'm like, yeah, of course I love quality time, but not more than I would words of affirmation. But then I thought about it and I said, 
I guess I love going on adventures. Like I love that quality time of being undivided attention, whether that actually be just in the bath, just him and I with no phones, no screens, no one else, nothing around or out in nature. And then I'm thought, I thought, oh yeah, that really lights my heart up naturally. And he got that. And then I thought, oh my gosh, like he's been expressing that to me. Like I didn't get that every time he's like, hey, I booked us a little camping trip this weekend for our anniversary. Or why don't we go out and find a different hike with a waterfall? Because I know you love that. Like that whole time that wasn't something that he lit him up and he wanted to, to do so badly. That was him showing love to me. And I only just got that because he, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he like hype, but he really doesn't care that much. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, he's been loving me this whole time. And I didn't oh, even really realize been. it. It was really cute. So yeah, it's good for us to be on the same page though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So do we have any other points? So what do you think a relationship may end up like if the love languages are just, just kind miss, of like two ships yeah, they miss each other? Night. Well, I think what can happen is you can have a really two people who really want to be together and really want to make it work and then just not be able to because of this minor, this is really a communication problem because it's a language of love and that's a communication realm of communication. So I think communication can be one of the the biggest Uh, problems in relationships. Totally. It's the glue or it's Mm -hmm. the biggest divide. So I would say for any single relationship that you're in, this is a very important conversation to have. Um, And it just, you know, less misunderstanding, less misinterpretation, more feelings of being seen, heard and understood, more feelings of being fulfilled, happy in your relationship, just contentment, um, less being frustrated. I think just moving us all towards where we want to go in relationships and away from where we don't want to be. I feel as, as though when we are in peace and harmony and fluidity in our relationship. So when we're feeling seen, heard and loved, there's so much more room to grow as an individual, to focus on your heart path and your soul mission, to to just explore different avenues of yourself and your relationship. But when you're sidetracked and distracted with drama mm-hmm. and taking things personally such, such and point. misunderstanding, your, your whole life then circulates around trying to manage that and it's it's really difficult to get on with something bigger and something better for your life so I think that going back to your point it's really imperative to not leave room for misinterpretation within your relationship because I know that majority of people find it really 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 hard not to take things personally so if you're constantly being if you're constantly misinterpreting your partner's um, in action towards you or action towards you, you're in this constant defense mode or yeah. taking things personally. Mode, and then that just makes you grumpy. Then that makes them grumpy. And then mm-hmm. you guys fight and then you feel distant and then Your everything whole day falls is apart. Taken down. Yeah. And you can't focus on doing what you came into this world to do, your mission, your heart path, which was, yeah. you know, so it's better for yourself and for the entire world for you to have this good communication within your relationship and to find contentment there instead of drama. Yeah. Big time. Um, I've got one little question for you. Yeah. Do you think that love languages change for people or do you think that um, they'll always be the same? 
Because I kind of feel like as we change as people, surely our love languages, what we want to receive change as well. Like I, have yours changed from when you were single to now when you have a family? Um, I don't think much. I don't think so. And I'm not saying that just because mine haven't, it can't happen. I think it could, it can happen. And I think that maybe you could reassess this like every so often. Um, and especially as you move toward through different stages of life, because nothing is permanent. You never walk in the same river twice. And so, yeah, I don't see why this could, couldn't change. Mm. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think that, um, if I look back at my life, the fundamental love languages that I need to feel happy and joyful in a relationship are definitely the two same ones, but other ones have become way more important than other ones. So for example, acts of service, now that we have a family together and a house and my, you know, basically my whole life is dedicated to just the running of those things and the managing of those things. It really makes a difference when Carrie steps in and is like, I got it. Let me do the dishes or let me handle this or I'll take Valentine out and you can sleep in. Those little acts of service, which weren't really important to me before, I like really like, wow, oh, that is so huge. Like Mm -hmm. that really makes a difference to my day and I really love you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Really good point. Well, if anyone wants to figure out their love language, (laughs) there's a 30-question quiz you can take on Gary Chapman's website, which we're going to leave in the show notes for you. Do you have an invitation for the listener? Yes, I do. So if you um, are interested in this, our challenge to you is to... um, So write down what you think your love language is and what you think your partner's love language is, but don't show your partner and then have your partner do the same and then see if you guys guessed correctly about your own love, about each other's love languages. And if you did, that's great. And if you didn't, that's a starting off place to start the um, conversation. Beautiful. And yeah, I also had this great idea when you were expressing that, that if you're single and you don't have a partner to explore that with... Even if you do have a partner, self-love, cultivating that true sense of self-love and acceptance is basically the most empowering thing any human could cultivate and move through life with ever. So try out love languages to yourself. Like be more kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. If, if your love get language yourself is... Get some gifts. <laughs> yeah, get yourself some, some gifts. Some quality time. That's Book some it. quality time with yourself. <laughs> Do it. That can be translated no, to self-care. Yeah. Words of affection. Like really be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be like, you're beautiful. Yeah. Like I love you. You're doing a great job. Especially if there's any part of your body which you usually hate on, like love on it, you know? Yeah. Be like, I love you, you know? whatever that part yeah. is that you usually and hate physical on. touch. Like give yourself a massage, like give yourself hug, give yourself pleasure yourself, do whatever you need to do. To, to, oh, just taking it too far. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, j- just a little thought. Um, well, if you guys like this podcast or have any ideas or questions on this topic, please leave us a comment and a five-star review wouldn't help either. Um, I mean, would help wouldn't hurt it wouldn't hurt and it would definitely help help. yeah that was a brain fart we read all of your we read every single one of your comments and we are so grateful for your support yes so thank you so much for joining us today and that covers it for love languages we hope you had fun and this helps you in the future thanks so much for joining us and feel you with us next time bye-bye bye
Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.